Alabama men's basketball trying to win the SEC championship regular season title outright tonight. Having some trouble there with the Auburn Tigers. Late first half, Auburn got the 29-23 to 23 lead, but hopefully Nate Oates, Antoine Pentway, and the rest of the gang can get this thing right in the second half. But you're rocking and rolling here on a Wednesday, hump day hottest. Show on the streets talking the Bama football news in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have you guys in here. We're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this on YouTube. And speaking of the channel, you know what time it is. Tap that subscribe button. Smash subscribe right now. Get every friend, every family member, diehard Bama fan, casual Bama fan, consumer of tight football to subscribe because if you're feeling what's going on on the show, then everybody else will as well. Hit that subscribe button. We start this thing off, John, with some big news for Alabama. Strong is back in Tuscaloosa. I'm referring to one Charlie Strong making his return to the University of Alabama as a defensive analyst. News came out today. Charlie Strong, who was on Alabama staff in 2020 of the COVID-shortened year as a defensive analyst, Strong, who helped the Crimson Tide get to the college football playoff national championship and win the college football playoff national title, also helping Alabama win an SEC championship from behind the scenes, if you will. Charlie Strong back with the program as a defensive analyst. This news came from Ross Dellinger, of Sports Illustrated. So this is huge here for the Crimson Tide. Charlie Strong, we know him. He's got a wealth of SEC experience. He has a wealth of major college football experience. He's been he's he's coached every part of defense in his coaching tenure from being a coordinator to being a head coach to being a D-line coach, a defensive backs coach, a linebackers coach, the brothers coached everywhere. When you talk defense and uh Getting Strong back, who uh, recently was in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but getting Strong back, this just adds to Saban surrounding himself, tough-minded, old-school guys that ain't going to put up with no nonsense, they ain't going to put up with no mess, they're not going to let just certain things slide. Saban's trying to get back to, we're gunning nothing but national championships. And when you bring in a Kevin Steele, you bring in a Ken Wisenhunt, when you bring when you have Sal Sanceri off the field, when you have Joe Pendry off the field, when, when you're bringing back and you're having these old school minds together, something good is bound to happen. So you bring back Charlie Strong, like, like I said, I mentioned before, you go back to that 2020, you know, Bama team, Charlie Strong was a defensive analyst and from behind the scenes, him putting together game plans, him sitting in coaches meetings, sitting in team meetings, cutting up game tape, looking at the different analytics and data, looking at the different numbers, uh, putting together strategies to help Alabama in uh, various situations, be at its very best defensively. That's what Charlie Strong was able to do and helping the likes of uh, Chris Allen, who had a big year in 2012 as a linebacker, helping Will Anderson emerge under the scene. His freshman season with 10 and a half, no tackles for loss and seven sacks, being a freshman All-American. From behind the scenes, Charlie Strong helped Malachi Moore 
have a strong freshman year. Remember Malachi, six pass breakups, three interceptions, the big year he had there. Uh, behind the scenes, Charlie Strong helping the likes of Christian Barmore have a big year on the defensive line. So we saw from just the from just the analyst behind the scenes aspect and just the uh, the presence that Strong brings from a defensive perspective, what that gave Alabama just a few short years ago in helping the Crimson Tide win a national championship. He's back on staff for the Crimson Tide. So this is a big deal here for Coach Saban and for Alabama bringing somebody that's been in here before and is a wealth of knowledge across college football, especially in the Southeastern Conference. Strong is back. So big deal there for the Crimson Tide. Looking forward to seeing what he does in his return for a second stint in an analyst role working upstairs under one Coach Saban and bouncing ideas off of one Coach Saban. But we take our break here, folks, on the show. Don't touch that dial. When we get back, we return to the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your opinions, your conversations. Light us up upon the return after this. What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman. And you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small-dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilyshirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilyshirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. All right, folks, we're back into the action from the break. Hottest show on the streets. Talking your Bama football news in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Got the man John Ivory in the production studio. Continue hitting the like button. We're over 40 likes right now. We're getting closer to 50. Continue tapping the like button. Give us that thumbs up there. Making this your show and network to talk Bama football. We appreciate all donations, uh, uh, super chats as well. But hopefully, Crimson Tide men's basketball can get into a rhythm in the second half, down 30, about down 35 to 26 to Auburn with under two minutes to go in the first half. Alabama not playing like itself. According to a lot of you in the chat, uh, being careless with the basketball, Alabama playing tight, uh, Auburn playing loose out there on the court in Coleman. So hopefully something is said by Nate Oates, something is said by Antoine Petway, something is said by somebody 
to get this team uh, rocking and rolling correctly here in the second half, as I mentioned, to start the show. Bama trying to win the SEC regular season title outright. They're trying to win it outright now. Now, at, th at this point, they have a share of the SEC regular season title, but they're trying to win it outright. Uh, having a tough time uh, with Auburn right now, but hopefully something to said at halftime to get these guys rocking and rolling. But uh, the phone lines are open, 205-448-1358. Then I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Definitely want to hear from you, uh, the Bama faithful, as Charlie Strong back in the saddle for this coaching staff. He's back as a defensive analyst. Charlie Strong, who was here in 2020, helping the Crimson Tide to a college football playoff national championship. He's back. Looking forward to seeing what Charlie can uh, pulling up here from behind the scenes, working with guys like Kevin Steele, working with guys like Robert Bonga, Freddie Roach, uh, Tavares Robinson, of course, uh, Coach Saban, and other names here. So happy to have Charlie Strong back in the program. Looks like we have a super chat here. Dexter Wright with that $10 donation, dropping the love in the bucket. Appreciate that coming from Dexter Wright, Dancing Steven. I love that as well as he's getting down to business there, him in the khaki pants and the shirt. I mean, the more I look at this, it is scary. How the developers got this to look exactly like it is that scary. They even got the beard right. That's how scary acting. Man. Man, oh man. But um shout out to shout out to Artie. AR. Shout out to Artie AR for the whole graphic design. Dancing Steven. Getting every last detail right. I'm kind of scared, because if I get a haircut, a new haircut, they may be able to craft that right as well. I mean, oh my. But uh we're gonna go to our awesome call topic right here. As you guys are getting your thoughts together to call in, call in. The call topic is that you got you have a, kind of an interesting development at the for inside linebackers coach where Alabama is concerned. Now this development could mean absolutely nothing. This development could be absolutely nothing. But I think it's interesting. And that being no, Robert Bonga was the new name hired to replace Austin Armstrong, who came to Alabama for a sip of tea and crumpets for about eight days, was hired on February the 13th. Uh, on February the 22nd, he exited stage left to take the defensive coordinator job at Florida. And soon after, Robert Bonga, who was a staffer at Liberty on Hugh Freeze's staff during Hugh Freeze's tenure there, Robert Bonga was hired to be the inside linebackers coach. Now, Jake Long, who played at Alabama, was a walk-on for the Crimson Tide, walk-on defensive lineman, was a part of that 2015 national championship team. 2017, Jake Long served as a graduate assistant, defensive graduate assistant, under Jeremy Pruitt. After spending a year at Oregon under Dan Lanning, who came from Kirby Smart staff at Georgia, Jake Long, back at Alabama. Now, according to the Alabama football staff directory, he's labeled, he's categorized, listed as a defensive analyst. But if you look at Jake Long's Twitter, he has on there assistant linebackers coach. 
for the University of Alabama. That got me thinking. Okay, the Bama staff directory has him as an analyst, but his Twitter account has him as an assistant linebackers coach. Now, this could be a mistake. It could be a misprint. It could be nothing at all. It could be a mistake by Jake Long. But for the sake of conversation, let's just say that this was done intentionally for the sake of conversation. Now, to me, this could be a situation where it could be Nick Saban thinking, okay, Robert Bogler does not have uh, experience coaching in the SEC. Definitely no experience coaching at Alabama. Very, very, very young guy. Here's a guy in Jake Long who came through our program. Even though he was a walk-on, hey, he came through the Alabama program. Because even as a walk-on, you still have to do everything that everybody else does. Like, you ain't exempt from nothing. As a matter of fact, as a walk-on, you have to do twice the work. Because you have to prove that you even deserve to carry the water. So you have to do twice the work as a walk-on. So, Jake Long came for the program as a walk-on. He understands the grit of coming through the Alabama door, of coming through the Alabama football walkway, of coming through the toughness and the mentality of the program and the culture of the program. So he gets that. And uh, maybe, just maybe, Saban's thinking, okay, for spring ball, because, of course, we know once the regular season gets in, there is a limited number of on-field coaches you can have on the field. It's a limited number from the NCAA. From the NCAA. I think that number is 10 or 11 assistant coaches you can have on the field at one time. Saban knows this. So for spring football, this is probably Coach Saban saying, hey, it's spring ball. We can kind of do what we want because it's spring ball. So due to that fact, maybe let's have a – Robert Bonga, maybe let's have uh, uh, Jake Long uh, assist Robert Bonga. Maybe let's have Jake Long uh, on the field. Uh, he knows what's going on. He, he's been through here. He knows what to do. He knows what we expect. Let's have Jake Long coach Robert Bonga up a little bit. You know, get him up to speed. Get him understanding the, the terminologies and the word jargon and all that type of stuff in terms of the inside linebackers. Catch him up to speed, so that way, once ball camp and the regular season comes in, you know, Bonga, good to go. Now, of course, Bonga will have Kevin Steele to pull from and Nick Saban to pull from and Charlie Strong now to pull from and just a litany of other coaches to pull from, but just strictly inside linebackers, just strictly inside backers. Maybe this is Saban saying, hey, Jake Long, a guy, been here before, he's played here, he's been a GA here, he knows stuff. Let's just have him catch Robert Bonga up to speed. That's just my thought. But once again, him having assistant linebacker coach on his Twitter could mean absolutely nothing. I'm just giving my interpretation of what it could be. What it could be. We got this Drew Shellnut. Drew Shell with that 9.99 in the super chats. Appreciate Drew for the love there. Uh, info on Jeremy Pruitt. Interesting that's been brought up. So, a report came from ESPN's Chris Lowe today on how Jeremy Pruitt and the in Tennessee still fighting the case there in terms of the NCAA and the recruiting infractions there. But 
there could be a situation where Jeremy Pruitt could come out of this thing because he's fighting it. Now, the other, the, the, the former assistants he had at Tennessee, they basically just surrendered and the, the, the hammer got put down on those guys by the NCAA. But Pruitt is still fighting this thing. He's still fighting this thing. And there is some optimism that Pruitt could come out of this thing unscathed. He could come out of this thing unscathed. Now, the ruling, we could see a ruling come out either this month, seeing the day is the first month of March, first day in the month of March. The ruling could come out either March or April. We're waiting on the ruling. There's optimism that Pruitt could come out of this thing unscathed. What I've been told, and uh, there's been no changes, he's still expected to be an analyst on the Alabama staff could arrive either before August 1 or on August 1, just ready to work. Right now, there's been no changes to my knowledge in terms of uh, of Pruitt, what I've been told. He's expected to be an analyst at the University of Alabama. He's expected to be on the staff here. But I just think it's interesting that, uh, I just think it's interesting that, uh, that uh, the whole conversation with uh, Tennessee and Pruitt and fighting this whole thing out It'll be intriguing right there. But that was the report coming from one ESPN's Chris Lowe. We're going to take a break here on the show. When we get back, we're going to actually transition into the Bryce Young conversation in terms of the NFL scouting combine. Everybody talking about Bryce Young's size. Former Bama players are coming out at his defense. Does size even really matter in the NFL in terms of quarterback? We'll touch on that right after this. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Marvin Constant, All-SEC linebacker and 1999 SEC champion. You are listening to In My Own Words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll Tide. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, people, we're rocking and rolling right here to the action on the hottest show on the streets. Talking your Bama football news in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Continue tapping the like button, hitting that thumbs up, smashing the like button. We're at 70 likes right now, 30 away from 100. Continue to hit that like button. Show that support here. Talking Bama football, all donations, super chats, welcome and appreciate that daily super chat go $100 daily super chat to go 100 bucks right there we appreciate you but John Ivory beginning of this topic right here and the NFL combine here upon us the guys made their way to Indianapolis Indiana Lucas Oil Stadium on a Monday on a, well on Monday so uh, Thursday and well, starting Thursday tomorrow you got the on-field workouts 
that will be on NFL Network. And the whole conversation uh, right now at this time, Bryce Young's high. I mean, that, that's the biggest conversation, Bryce Young's high. People are saying there is no way on God's earth this guy is six feet. No way. He, he's there's, there's possibly no way he's 5'10". He's got to be 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, there's no way Bryce Young is six feet tall. And to me, I'll say this. I've stood next to Bryce Young. I'm six feet legitimately, legitimately myself. And Bryce is definitely some inches shorter than me. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll just say this. I mean, uh, Bama had no reason to fabricate or over-embellish the height of Bryce Young. I mean, if the guy is good, he's just good. Whether he's 6'3 or 4 feet tall, if the guy is good, the guy's just good. I mean, there's no reason to over-embellish the height. I mean, I understand colleges, universities, programs, they give a little here and give a little there to enhance a player. But if a guy's just good, the guy's good. And we've seen the past two years how dynamic Bryce Young truly is. We've seen it. So there was no need to really overly embellish the hype. But at the same time, at the same flip of the coin, I mean, there is no reason for all of these NFL draft pundits to just be banging the man and bashing the man for the hype. I mean, I get why it's happening because – Every NFL general manager, they want to know, why should I not draft this guy, right? It's why should I not take him? Especially, you know, GMs, when it comes down to first-round picks, especially top five, top ten, top 15 picks, where you're going to have to be shoveling out a lot of money to these dudes, NFL GMs and owners, they want to think about, they want to know, okay, why should I not draft him? Why should I not hand out this generational wealth to this kid? Can you give me any type of information why I should not put the money on this guy? You know, why should I not do it? So, of course, they go to all of these NFL evaluators and, and, the, and the evaluators give them what they say. Well, this guy is a couple of inches shorter than ideal height. Oh, he's shorter than ideal height? That's the perfect reason why we shouldn't draft him. Oh, his arm length is not, is not big enough? It's not wide enough? Perfect reason not to. Oh, he does not have the proper wingspan? There you go. We will not draft this guy because of these reasons, even though the guy is the best guy on the board, and these are superficial reasons of why you should not draft him. But once again, people do not want me being an NFL draft scout. I will put the whole nation to shame with what, what, what I would do if I was an NFL draft scout or evaluate. But that's besides the point. Point being here, is height really a big deal for Bryce Young? Is size really a big deal for Bryce Young? No. And I say no because th- think about this. In the last two years here, Bryce as a starting quarterback, Bryce Young plays in the S has played in the Southeastern Conference, the SEC, arguably bar none, the best conference in college football. The SEC has put out the most draft picks of any conference in college football. You look at the SEC when you got defensive ends ready to take your life from you. Defensive tackles ready to suffocate you into the everlasting ground. Linebackers who are athletic as all get out and ready to take your whole head off your body. Defensive backs who are ready to victimize you with pick sixes at any given second. And you've got defensive coordinators and defensive-minded head coaches who want to scheme away your soul from you. The SEC is just a different cat. And Bryce Young, 
at 5'9", or whatever his height is. Bryce Young, in this league, dominated everything in this league. Bryce Young, in this league, was giving everybody the proverbial middle finger by the way he was playing out there. Bryce Young, in this league, was giving give them the business, was giving the business to everybody in this league. Bryce Young was giving everybody a five-piece a five meal from KFC or churches with extra sauce and sweet tea at the same time. Bryce Young was throwing money and was th- in, in the words of Future on the phone cooking stuff at the same time, that's what Bryce Young was doing to every defense in college football the last two years. In the last two years, Bryce Young, nearly 10,000 passing yards, 8,200. Bryce Young, 79 touchdown passes in the last two years combined in, in the SEC. This is what he was doing. Bryce Young, just this past season, I mean, uh, 3,328 passing yards, 32 touchdowns. So he's doing this in the he's doing this in the SEC, at regardless of what his height is. People, we we've seen quarterbacks that are prototypical height all be busts in the NFL. Remember Ryan Leaf? Ryan Leaf, the 1998 NFL draft was supposed to be can't miss, bust. Y'all remember Jamarcus Russell? The guy was 6'6". Was supposed to be that dude. Did nothing. We all remember Vince Young. Vince Young, who I played with in every NCAA college football game. I played with Vince Young. Bus did not have the great NFL career that we all thought that Vince Young was going to have. Brock Osweiler came out of Arizona State was 6'8". Couldn't complete a pass 10 yards down the field, people. I mean, we, we have seen guys with the height all become busts. But yet, we see guys, Drew Brees, not the tallest guy in the world, Super Bowl champion, first ballot Hall of Famer. We've seen guys like uh, Michael Vick, who changed the way the game of quarterbacks being played now. Like Michael Vick revolutionized the whole position. Wasn't a tall guy. Russell Wilson, yes, he had one bad year last season, but the guy's a Super Bowl champion. Perennial Pro Bowler. He's not a particularly tall man. Um, Lamar Jackson, very not big, not tall, wiry frame. And look at how he's changing the game. Forget height. Give me a baller. Give me the guy that's going to ball. Put the team on his back and flat out ball. Because that's the NFL now. Give me flat out ballers, flat out gamers. Patrick Mahomes, flat out baller. 6'2", but flat out baller. Joe Burrow had a horrible, he's got a horrible offensive line in Cincinnati. But what's Joe Burrow? Flat out baller. Lamar Jackson, flat out baller. Jalen Hurts, hey, hey, flat out baller. That's the league. Kyler Murray, flat out baller. That's the league. Just, uh, Justin Herbert, flat out baller. That's today's NFL. Regardless of height, give me the guy that's going to ball out, put the team on his back, pull the team, 
wow us every single week with big time stuff. And that's Bryce Young. Flat out baller. If you watch the last two years, Bryce Young did things that had us go, how in the world did he do that? I mean, how in the world did he do that with Booth O'Brien, offensive lineman struggling the block, and receivers dropping passes? How did Bryce Young do that? I, 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 John Ivory, prime example. The Texas game this past season. Bryce Young backpedaling for his life. I don't even think he was looking at Jameer Gibbs. Fired an absolute pallet to Jameer Gibbs. Touchdown. Where did that come from? Uh, go back and watch the LSU game. I mean, Bryce Young evo- evades like five different dudes scrambling, throws a dart in the area of uh, JoJo Earl and Ja'Cory Brooks, and Ja'Cory just happens to make the touchdown. Where did that come from? The Tennessee game, I mean, Bryce Young doing everything to win that game despite the loss. I mean, my God, the Sugar Bowl against Kansas State. Bryce Young makes three throws, and I'm like, just put me in the grave right now. I mean, I mean, just put me in the tombstone right now. I mean, look at what this dude's doing. Just unbelievable stuff. The ability to feel pressure coming, evade blitz, evade sacks, evade tacklers, evade defenders, the pocket awareness and presence of mind to feel his way for the pocket, still see around offensive linemen, and the arm architecture to maneuver passes with any type of angle and be accurate with it. Like to process all of this stuff and do it at a high level, Bump size, give me the baller that could do all of what I just said in a high clip. And Brian Shunk could do all of that in a high clip. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, the only reason why people are talking about Bryce Shunk's height this much, they know how good he is. If he wasn't this good, you wouldn't be talking about him. If he wasn't this good, you wouldn't be hating on him. People are only hating on you when you're doing something right, when they know how good you are. They know how good Bryce Young is. Man, it's crazy. You've got uh, former Bama players. You've got Reggie Ragland and Will Anderson coming to bat for Bryce Young. Will Anderson, Bryce Young's former teammate. His teammate the last three years. Reggie Ragland is coming right at Todd McShay going, ha-ha, that's why you ain't no GM. <laughs> that's why you're not no general manager. Will Anderson is saying, look, Bryce playing the SEC, bro. Like, getting hit every day and still balling. Still balling. Do we, do, do we not remember? They sat through and said, Devontae Smith, oh, he's tiny. He's a twig, po' baby, po' child. He gonna get hit. His whole life gonna be over. Look at how frail Devontae Smith is. Devontae Smith is giving the NFL what for right now. <laughs> I mean... Devontae Smith became the first receiver in the BCS college football playoff era to have over 100 yards receiving in the national in a national championship game and 100 yards receiving a Super Bowl. Like people say the same thing about Devontae Smith. And look what he's doing in the NFL, just completely taking over the game. Bryce Young, size, it, it don't matter. Now, could Alabama just been real and from the jump said, hey, he's 5'10"? Sure. They, they, they could have said that. 
and, and, and probably yeah, and it should have said that because we, we say the guys are incredible, but to sit there and just completely hammer the guy because of size and no, 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 the guy's a first round pick. He's a top five pick. This guy is going to be more than likely the number one overall pick this coming April. There's a reason why the Chicago Bears are wondering, do we trade Justin Fields to get Bryce? There's a reason. There's a reason why the Indianapolis Colts and Jim Ursay are talking about trading from the number four pick to the number one pick to get Bryce Young. There's a reason why these conversations are happening, people. Bryce Young legitimately has a shot to be the number one overall pick in the upcoming draft. And I think if you pass on Bryce Young, you are really doing yourself a great injustice, a great disservice if you're passed on this young man. Two years as an SEC quarterback, set records, won a Heisman Trophy, won a host of awards, put up just redonkulous numbers. The guy's the real deal, people. The guy's the real deal. Oh, there you go, right? We're going to take we're gonna take a break right now, folks. When we, when we get back, we wrap up loose ends, uh, closing this up on the show. I just had to give my thoughts there on size. Not a big deal at all. We'll be right back after this. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Look at all these great players in Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm gonna be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, people, we're back in from the break here. How to show up in the streets talking your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. Got the man John Ivory in the production studio. We, we appreciate you guys tonight. We appreciate all the phone calls, all the super chats, all the conversations, all of what you do, making this the hottest show in the streets. And as always, people, you want the best in news, notes, information, entertainment on your Bama football. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store, your Rockin' Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone. For your audio needs, check us out, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, 
Overcast.fm or iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll try to be back on Friday continuing the conversation that is Bama football. Remember, Tide fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link found in the description. If you're trying to get the fresh edition, print edition of TDA, the magazine, here's what you do. You go to Touchdown Alabama. You go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member and or a subscriber today. That link in the description as well. Gotta shout out you guys, the Bama Nation, for all that you do, making this your place to talk Crimson Tide football. Gotta shout out my man John Ivory in the production studio, handling that business there from behind the scenes. Until next time, people, husbands, love your wives. Wives, appreciate value. Those husbands, children, you guys continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing to not be bored there. You get yourself those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Hopefully, Bama men's basketball can get it going here in the second half to knock off Auburn. Uh, enjoy the NFL Combine on-field workouts tomorrow, starting tomorrow as the Bama players take the field inside Lucas Oil Stadium to enhance that draft stock. And until next time, folks, so long, everybody. It's been in my own words with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith.